This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report. This is Barnsley FC's longest-running podcast. We are powered by Barnsley Sports and part of the TalkSport Fans Network. Well, um, as always, with us, um, change of name, forget Tyke's blog. Who's Tyke's blog? Um, it's Reds Report. Ian, um, I, I'll whisper all the way from Bolton. Ian, how are you this evening? I'm very well, thank you. You, Carlo, you well? Yeah, all good. And there, relaxing yeah. on his sofa. Um, Steve is with us as well. Evening, Steve. Evening. You all right? I'm always all right, me, mate. I'm on my best behaviour tonight, apparently. Very good. Let's see how long that lasts. And with us, us, a man who's been on the show before, and uh, you need to follow him on Twitter, because when he writes about Barnsley, um, it it just just rings true. Um, It's Ian, uh, sorry, Ian. It's Leon (laughs) Bobshell from the Orchard Post. Good evening. Good evening. Leon, how are you? I'm all right. I'm on my sofa as well. I'm very comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so good, in it? It's just me in the spare bedroom then again, yeah. Um, let's start first of all then. Um, I, I want to really forget about the Peterborough match because it doesn't really matter, does it? It, it We had to play it and it don't really matter. I want a more, a, a bit of a look back on the season. I mean, Leon, you probably, fans can be really critical. You know, yeah. if you look at our season, we finished fourth, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and people still manage to criticise sort of certain things. I think overall, anybody would have taken fourth. How have you experienced it? You've been going to Oakwell for, for some time. How have you yeah. experienced this season? Can you feel that change on and off the pitch? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been been fantastic, hasn't it? I mean, you go back to, to last summer. I mean, I remember when um, Michael Duff sort of came in and, I mean, he referred to it the other week. You know, it was, he had to deal with a mess, didn't he, first of all? You know, the first sort of came in, there was players knocking at his door wanting to go, you know, the, you know, the likes of Morris Woodrow, various others. And it just looked, it had, it had the feeling of one of those seasons where, you know, looking at it sort of sensibly, you thought it's going to be a season of transition. And I, I think most Barnsley supporters would have, would have you know, you, you obviously want to do well and everything, but, you know, with a sort of realistic heads on, you know, a season of sort of consolidation, transition, sort of getting things together again. But yeah, it's been um, massively up, uplifting, hasn't it? I mean, I think the good good things as well they had a bit of a dodgy spell didn't they in, in October um come out on the on the other side of that 
you know the home form's been been strong. Then in January as well, there's probably fears thinking, well, we've done we've, we've done reasonably well, but we'll lose. We might lose one or two players. Didn't do that. They kept them. And home form's been absolutely fantastic. I think I think supporters have particularly bought into it in this sort of second half of the season, haven't they? And I think the games helped as well, didn't it? In Barnsley getting momentum and. You, know, you look at some of the games they had, you know, against Wednesday and Ipswich, Derby, a lot of the big hitters, Plymouth got a few wins and it sort of just snowballed from there. But yeah, it's been um, a, re- a really, really pleasant surprise. And uh, he's he's turned the club around, Michael Duff, and um, I've really, really enjoyed dealing with him. He's a, he's a proper guy, a football man. He's very humble. And, um, you know, you give him a, an intelligent question, you'll get a thoughtful intelligent answer you can see the players have all have all bought into him um i think when he when he came in as, as well he made a thing of saying he doesn't want people moping around in the dressing um on the training ground and people having their own agendas took a little bit of time i think to he's probably sussed everybody out seen who can work in his style of play and uh yeah he's been he's been absolutely brilliant if, if you look back um steve at the season so up, up to now not a match, but what's been the highlight for you? Is it that sort of feeling that the club is coming back to the fans a little bit because it feels different as well? Is it that there is an identity again? What's been, if we don't make Wembley, how would you look back at the season? What would be the highlight? What would you say? What would you say of Albert? Ah, look at what we achieved. Look at look at what's happened. I think you've got. I think you've got to to look at what Duff has achieved. Like Leon's just said. Um, he came into a club that was in disarray. Um, he had to put a lot of things right before we even, you know, before he even kicked a ball. Um, he's brought uh, signings in that's cost very little money. Uh, that's turned out to be highlights uh, of the season. Um, and I think looking back, if we don't get if we don't get to playoffs, we don't go up. So be it. But I think you've got to look back on the season, be proud of what he's achieved, be proud of what the yeah. team's achieved. Um, fans are coming back through gates. <clears throat> Crowds, I think, will get bigger. I don't know how many season tickets we've already sell, sold, um, but I'm sure that's that's going to be. Seven eight thousand by by uh, uh, by August, uh, if not more. So I mean, I like for me has got to be Michael Duff um, because he's just been absolutely brilliant. There's somebody knocking at my door. Just hold on a minute. You carry on, boys. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> There's only Steve that can no, ask. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, just keep talking while Steve's gone. Um, on the pitch, is it fair to say that Duff has brought an identity back to the club as well? Because um, the season before, it was um, chaotic, to say the least. We were, we were forever guessing who would start. Would we play with two strikers? Would we play with three? Would we play with any strikers? Who play? With... We now sort of know his preferred eleven. We know his starting lineup, position. Um, has, has, is there an identity again that fans can sort of like align with and say that's that's my club? If you come to a Barnsley match, this is what you can expect. Uh, yeah, I know, I know Duff said at the start of the season he wanted sweat on the shirt, didn't he? And uh, he's got that. I think it, it, it was always going to take the first few months of the season to settle down. You know, you look that we brought 10 players in plus lost 
five key players. So massive turnover of staff, plus new backroom staff, new manager. Uh, hence why everybody said it would be a transitional season. And they started to click probably November onwards, which is what we probably expected. And I think when Jordan Williams come back, I always remember Williams come back and we went into a 3-5-2 and it just clicked. I think it might, memory serves me right, it might have been at home to Forest Green and it just clicked. And I think Williams um, created one of the goals, bombing forward, and it just made, it just it just clicked ultimately. Uh, we had on one side, Williams on the other, um, Kane and Connell, Benson was in and out of the side, and then obviously Norwood and Cole were kind of forming a partnership. So I would say, you know, the press is that you look at last season. I mean, I know last season was it a, a one off? I don't know. It was just so depressing, wasn't it? Um, defeats, um, players were just, I don't know, disjointed for you know, no, there was no team teamwork. Um, when you look at it this season and they're fighting for one another and they're playing for the shirt and there's people on the subs bench that want that shirt as well in the starting 11. So um, on the pitch, it started to mould in November and um, it's you're reaping the benefits now, aren't you, with a, with a late push in the season? Yeah, it, yeah, it was just, just all over the all over the place last season, wasn't it, really? I mean, I sort of think yeah. about the midfield. They didn't really have a midfield last year, Barnsley, did they? I mean, they were... They were short in a lot of things, but, I, you know, I, I just looked at that midfield and there was some, you know, some young lads there, weren't they? The likes of Gomez and Palmer. And, you know, it's gone from that. And, you know, arguably they've got, well, they have, them for me, they've got one of the best midfields in the division. It's just really well balanced, isn't it? You know, you've got yeah. um, uh, Connell there, obviously, excellent set, set plays. He's he's the sort of um, distributor. Herbie Kane's really come on as well, hasn't he, the last few months. And then you've got the, the sort of more box-to-box of, of Phillips and um, yeah, if I had to sort of pinpoint an individual area, I'd certainly give plaudits to the to the midfield. But it's, it's like you've just said. I mean, it's just just really a well balanced side with the, with the wing backs and and uh, the three defenders complement each other as well. It's you know it, it all reflects well on Michael Duff, obviously. What what yeah. about off the pitch? How much has this to do with off the pitch? So there was a, a change to the board. Um, Paul Conway. Last time we mentioned his name, obviously left. Chen Lee left. Um, Julian Key, who we are expecting to join us, but she's in New York, so it, it might take four hours for his invite to go via Gmail to her <laughs> inbox. But we'll, we'll we'll hang on and we'll wait. Um, and and Gene Crine joined as well. And I think initially, I think it's fair to say that fans knew Gene Crine, and and that brought that previous link back in of Patrick Crine was very community focused and you know he called himself a custodian of the club he was never the owner he was the custodian on behalf of the people of Barnsley and I'll let you go first Leon when you go to a Barnsley match to report was there a tangible atmosphere behind the scenes as well because staff just seemed far more assured I can't say managed but happy open it just seemed a better place for them to work as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it, it's obviously you know in the previous seasons. I mean, they basically had um, absence chairman, wasn't it really? And I think there was a real um, low sense of morale in the you know in the corridors of power of the club, and obviously things changed in, in the summer. Obviously, Neva became um, uh, the chairman. You know, Julian's come in. There's just more of an, an energy and, um, and a bit more dynamism now, isn't it? Really, and. You know the good the good people who were 
who were down in the dumps, they've all, they've all come to the fore as well. There's a real energy about it. And, you know, Khaled deserves a fair bit of um, credit for that. You know, he's he's, he's um, done his bit and it does feel a, a, bribing, a, a vibrancy. And the, obviously results help, though, don't they? That's the sort of front of house. And um, it's it's sort of been a two-way street and it's dovetailed um, uh, pretty well. In, in that respect, Steve, the, the, the work Duff's done has helped Khaled bring people back to the club, hasn't there? Because it's oh, a club yeah. on the up again. And, I mean, you know, as part of this job, um, a new shirt sponsor, you know, an international brand. I think they've got 5 million customers in the US, you know, US Mobile. Uh, a new sponsorship was announced yesterday as well, which is more to do with what you buy from the club shop rather than somebody going to the back and looking for the spice small and putting it in a bag. It, it's sort of like outsourced, but it'll be quicker, it'll be better. Is the club moving in the right direction, Steve? Or is there maybe, an, uh, as, as a fan, do you feel actually you like that local, that somebody goes in the back? No, I think, I think you've still got to keep some certain local, I don't know, traditions and, and, and connections with your, with your fan base. But it's like we've said many times before, at the end of the day, it's a business. And these people who are at the top um, will run it like a business. I think we're lucky, like you said, that crimes are back involved, um, which brings that locality back to it again and a bit of, a bit of history to it as well, I suppose. Um, but you look at Julianne, uh, you look at Khaled, you know, these people, you know, they're not, let's be honest, they're not daft, they know what they're doing. And we should be looking at, at, broad, at broader avenues for getting sponsorship, you know, all right, there were a bit of a blip at beginning of the season with a with that Bitcoin thing, whatever that were. Um, but you know what? I take my hat off to them. They learned from that. They listened to fans and they turned it round within a, within a few weeks yeah. and got shut. So, you know, applause for that. But now they've brought an American mobile phone company in. Why not? If we if we can if we can gain followers all around world, you know, the fanatics part as well for the for the selling of shirts and stuff, again pushes the brand. And the more that you push the brand, the more people see it, and you know, the more money comes into club. It, it it's a circle, isn't it? You've got to have a a good productive brand that people like, for such as us to buy us tickets and buy us shirts, and it just goes around in a circle. So the more people you get on board, for me, you know, all well and good. I had a, not an argument, but somebody at work today sort of queried, you know, why would we have a US You've been working mobile. today, Carlo. That makes oh, a change. Always look, still a bit too, mate. Um, I don't go golfing, me. I stay Not golfing this week, mate. No, no golfing this week. Rainy. Um, and, and somebody said, why would we have a US mobile? Like, that's, that's no good to me. And I said, well, on Arsenal's, it says visit Rwanda. But I ain't got any sort of, like, aspirations to go there. It's about money, isn't it, Ian? It's about bringing money into the club that will allow us to look at the infrastructure that with the restrictions they have, looking at, you know, the, the, the squad, making things better. Does it really matter who's on the front of our shirt? Do you look and say, oh, I'm not buying that because I don't like US Mobile? Or is it about, it needs, we need money coming in, don't we? Season tickets is one, but it's the marketing, it's the advertising revenue that tops it up sevenfold to pay players and, and to make changes within the club. Yeah, you've got to do your due diligence, like like Steve was saying about the hex thing at the start of the season. You've got to be a bit careful, but generally you've got to look for revenue streams at the end of the day. The club can't be too 
too picky. You've got, and the world is a smaller place now. And, you know, if they've got links to America and they can tap into the American market for sponsorship, then do it. Ultimately, it's to the benefit of the club, isn't it? The money's coming in. Hopefully some of that trickles down to Duff for the playing squad. Um, I have no no doubt the club will still retain links with like Barnsley Hospice and uh, various other charities that they've done stuff with. They're not going to walk away from them, but ultimately they've got to bring they've got to bring money in. And you can't football clubs no longer just rely on ticket sales, do they? It's all um, it's shirts, it's all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, you see teams with sponsorships on training gear. It's not just on the first team kit. So um, yeah, they've they've certainly opened up. Um, us to other markets and as long as they do, do the due diligence and we don't get tied up with somebody that uh, is irresponsible then I have no problem with it What about the football then, uh, Leon? Uh, Bolton, now some fans would have preferred maybe uh, you know, Derby, we've always said I think Bolton is, is, is probably, Derby are just so unpredictable, obviously they're out of it, Peterborough will yeah. play Wednesday yeah. Um Fairly even matched, really, isn't it? Four yeah. goals a bit out of the window, I suppose. But this is by yeah. no mean. This is not like a walk in the park for any side, is it? No, I wouldn't. Ideally, if I could have picked someone a few weeks weeks ago, obviously the table was a bit more fluid than I would. But I probably would have gone for Derby personally, not because just because Barnsley give them a a good hiding. I I personally think it'll. T- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Take Paul Warren a pre-season there to get the side he wants in the image he wants. Like he did at Rotherham, you know energetic, powerful players. He hasn't really got that at Derby, but no, that's that's sort of by the by, really. But I, yeah, I've seen bits and bats of uh, Bolton. I saw them at, at Sheffield Wednesday in March and they're a very good, well-coached football inside. They've got some half-decent players. Um, San, Santos, probably, you know, real talisman in, in defence for them. He's probably, you know, as important for them as... As Anderson is is for Barnsley, and and he also got in the I think he got in the uh, EFL team of the year as well, didn't he? So I mean that's testament to how how well he's done. I thought the lad in midfield, Connor Bradley, was was really good as well. I think he set up the goal that day. I think he's on loan from Liverpool, and I, I think he's yeah. won a quite a few um, Player of the Year awards there as well. So yeah. the um, they've got some very, pretty good young players. The lad in goal, Trafford, he's had a few. A few plaudits and uh, a couple of um, lads up front. Dion Charles has got a goal in him, and um, a certain Victor Adebayo. So he's obviously <laughs> picked up his picked up his career at at, at, um, at, at Burton. Got his move, and uh, I think he went for about four hundred fifty thousand, didn't he? And uh, con- no disrespect, but considering 
Well, he was at, um, at, at Barnsley. That's it's a it's a staggering amount, isn't it? Really, so he must have really turned mm. it um, uh, around. But uh, yeah, I think it will be a, a a tight one. This. You nervous, Steve? Um, am I nervous? There's a good question. Um, <laughs> no. I'm just no, wondering I'm who was at the door, no, that's all. But no, no, but oh, something home. for our last year again. As per normal, since COVID, we're on first Amazon. name terms with bloody Amazon driver, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? Bloody all sorts keep turning up. I'm at my house if it's any consolation. Shocking <laughs> stick. It'll be some more bloody wool. I'll tell you what it is. More wool. <laughs> Can't stop a knitting. Um, am I nervous? Um no, I'll tell you for why. Um I think as a season, whatever happens. We've done really, really well, and I'm happy with what's happened. Um, I think beating Bolton, going to Wembley, even winning at Wembley, is definitely going to be the icing on the cake. But if we don't, I'm not going to look back and think we've, we've lost out or we've missed out. It's an opportunity, and we know it is. However, I think most Barnsley supporters would have said at the beginning of the season this is going to be a rebuilding season because of the state we were in, the players that we had. Uh, I think Duff still needs backing. Absolutely. And I, I'm hoping they are going to put some money into it. Uh, I'm hoping they're going to try and at least keep some of the players because you know for a fact, such as your Andersons and what have you, people will be looking at him and wanting to whip him away. So if we, if we do end up staying in League One, definitely need Duff to be backed. Um but no, I'm not nervous. No, an ex-friend of mine, funnily enough, um, likened me to the the Simon Cowell of our trio. So I'm guessing that he must think I'm quite cynical at times. Oh, good looking. But I'm not. Talk- well, good looking, obviously. Yeah, I've had plenty of work done. He's obviously not met me, <laughs> and I'm not talking to him anymore anyway. So he can, whatever. Um, but no, no, not ner- not nervous. I'm just. Excited, I suppose, more than nervous. And Ian, what is the ideal result Saturday afternoon? Because somebody said, well, if you go 3-0, but then that's extremely dangerous, isn't it, for them to come? Because we've seen Barnsley, I I don't think there's been many occasions where we've maybe gone to go down and then sort of like won a match. I just, I was talking to Leon before we started, like, is there an ideal scenario? Because you want to finish it in your own house, don't you? You want to ideally, you know, that home win. Is a draw, would that be a, a fair to say, a draw, a draw be really good and then we'll let our home form and our, our fans carry us over? Because it's not going to be, a, it, it, it's a completely different atmosphere, isn't it, than, you know, the normal league match and the cup match or whatever we did there. So how do you view that? What, what would you like us to get on Saturday knowing they still have to come to Oakwell a week after on the Friday? You just don't want to be in the tie, don't you? Um, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're going to go there and win three nil at all. They've uh, they've lost once in nine, albeit it was on to Accrington, but they've been on a decent run. Um, like Leon says, you've got that Santos has just come back, settled back in the side. They've got Kyle Dempsey, Connor Bradley from Liverpool, Trafford from City. Um, Bradley and um, has won all the awards. That Dion Charles scored, got the penalty and scored in the three 0 win at Oakwell in January. It's not going to be easy. I just want to still be in the tie, uh, whether that's a draw. Um, I, I take a draw all day long now um, because it's not going to be easy. They're going to be flying at us. 
It's going to be nearly a full house. They're going to, that's their opportunity to, to make a, a mark. Um, so I'd, I'd want to come away knowing that um, with our home form, we're in a good position. I'm, I'd, and I'd take a draw all day long. I mean, obviously, if we can win it, great. But it's just so tight. You know, five points between us over the season. Yeah. Um, the goal difference is nearly the same. We've got seven, I think we're seven better off. So they're virtually identical. And we've been pretty much fourth and fifth, third and fourth each other um, all season. I predicted probably all season we'd draw them because wherever they would be, I knew we wouldn't be far away. So yeah, um, just still being a tie, get a draw, I'll, I'll, I'll have that. Yeah, I mean, I know I know that obviously Bolton won at Barnsley in, what was it, start of January, but I think that the sort mm-hmm. of margin of that victory was skewed a bit by the sending off, wasn't it? Because it was a, you know, yeah. a, a real poor decision there. So I wouldn't massively read um, a lot into that. I'd, I'd just like just like to echo what Steve said. Really, I, I think it's without being sort of you know pessimistic and think, well, you know, it's a good season. Whatever you obviously want Barnsley um, to win, but for me, the big the big thing is if if they do if they you know if they don't manage to um, to get promoted, they've just got to build on this season and give. Yeah. For me, they've just got to give Duff some sort of incentive, and I don't I don't just mean you know a a whacking great expensive new contract he's he's got to have something to you know buy into i think i mean the budget's probably not fair to say it's not been amongst the highest in the division and i wouldn't have sort of when I, in my dealings with him i'd have thought well i think given his progress this season you know i think it'd be justified in saying you know having a, a raised budget for for next season not asking for millions and millions but you know a bit of a Bit of an improvement from what he's had to work with, really, and he's and he's certainly earned that for me by by what he's done. Obviously, going to be possibly if they don't go up, one or two players may move on, but you know, you know, the the powers that be looking at looking at his work, he's one of the best. Um, well, I suppose he's not that young now, but he's up he still say reasonably up and coming EFL managers across the circuit, and you know, if he gets a, a reasonable amount of backing, I'm I'm sure that even if Barnsley didn't manage it this year. They'd be right up there and um, and being in and amongst it um, next year, and it'll be a tough division again, won't it? If they don't, yeah. you know, if they don't manage it. Yeah, some I mean, matches, I mean, that's what I really wanted. Barnsley don't do it. They've got to give um, Duff a little bit of uh, credit and um, you know raise his budget for me next season. Yeah, I think we 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 sort of said last week. Did I think we said Carlo last last week, didn't we? These playoffs won't define our season. You know, they shouldn't define our season. We've had a great season. We all thought they'd be mid-table, you know, top 10. Yeah. Um, and I, I, and I, I agree. I think we've had, over the last five years, we've had so much churn and turnover of staff in and yeah. out, playing yeah. staff. You, you've got to say, and I know it's not always easy, there's going to be players who might want to go if we don't go up. Um, and you're always going to want to each year uh, bring people in. And we brought some in in January. And I'm not criticising that. I mean, they've, they've done well, but yeah. what we don't want then is another five out, six in, and all this kind of business. Because Duff, you've got to give Duff now that nucleus. He's learned, he's, he's worked his side out. He knows he's, he's starting eleven. If we don't go up, we don't go up. It's not the end of the world. And he, and, and you just make some slight adjustments. And so next yeah. season we yeah. hit the ground running in August rather than November, um, because we would. He's already said, I think, if we'd have started, if we'd have. We, we got going in, in November. If we'd have got going in August, we'd have been in the top two. We'd have gone up. 
So I just hope we don't have that massive churn of staff again and we're back to square one of, tra- of, of suddenly getting to know these players again and then he getting to know them. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of dangers, isn't there? Because if you don't go up, you've got a League One budget and hopefully there will be some money available, but then potential other clubs could come knocking for Duff and he might think, well, if this is what I've got. So that's always a danger. Although I Duff, his track record says he's very much a one-man club. Yeah. As in, he'll do a job there and then when it's done, he might move on to, to the next one. I think the other problem is Barnsley being Barnsley, and because it is a business, if you don't go up, you look at who's out of contract. Yeah, okay. But then you look at players like Anderson, who, who you know, EFL team, League One of the Year, he's in that team. So, you know, he could he could go. You look at Eisted, you know, he's, he's shown that he's more than a third-choice goalkeeper at Luton because he's been first-choice since he's came in at ours. And, you know, he's, he's got no contract. Bobby Thomas, um, and that's ideal, isn't it? You know, Burnley going up, will they want Bobby Thomas? Nothing against Thomas. I don't think they will. He's done extremely well in League One. Could probably do a half-decent job of the Championship. All that nucleus, what we've got now, could ebb away. And, and it, it's like you say, you start again, don't you? And it's avoiding that. And... Maybe it's not down to just going up or not going up, but about the board trusting Duff and 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 refuting some of those bits to allow him to build and and, and you know better. Um, I'm going to ask us last question because we have to because we do it every episode and we get it wrong every episode as well. Steve, Bolton versus Barnsley, EFL League One playoff, first leg. What is the final score and who, if any, is the first Barnsley goal scorer? I think it'll be it'll be a cagey affair, um, but I think there will I think there will be a few goals in it. To be honest, I'm going to go two apiece, and your first goal scorer uh, will be uh, Victor Adebayo. Because I've said it all along, right player, right player, that lad. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, your first Barnsley goal scorer will be back post header Mads Anderson telling you. Right. If he plays. Um, there you go. If he plays. I'll, yeah. Um, Don't be like that, Mr. <laughs> Pessimistic. I'll go with we will uh, narrowly lose 2 1, and that mm. goal will be scored by Norwood. And, and don't get me wrong, losing to one is great because we can beat them 2-0 at home. It's not like you to do that. If anybody always says that, it's normally me. You can't you can't be miserable, sod out and resting us. That's no, my if, job. If, if you're Simon Cowell, I'm going for the David Williams role. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> I got you more down as a Louis Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, what's your guess? <sighs> I was... I'm, I'm torn between... <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn between a 2-1 defeat or a 1-1 draw. I'll be positive and go 1-1 draw. <laughs> um, goal, goal scorer, um, Devante Cole. Yeah, he's, uh, he's due another one again, isn't he? Leon, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to put you on the block because it's, it's not fair. Can of course it is. Ask him. Go on, Leon. What do you think, mate? Go well, on. I nearly, I nearly went 1-1, but I, I, I think this one's going to be... This tie is going to be long. I think it'll be nil nil, right? And it's going to come back to And that, in fairness, would be ideal for us to finish at the home turf. Um, I attended uh, a fans forum yesterday at Oakwell, and the messages 
We need to fill Oakwell and we just need to create, for the final time this season, a huge, 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 yeah. huge atmosphere. The club are doing their bits with, with everything yeah. that they're doing. Bring your flags because they can go into a stand. If you're worried about coming an hour early and staying behind, you can drop it off a couple of days before and they will put it in the West End. So that bit that's never full will be full of flags. Uh, there'll be things on the seats like they were at Wednesday, but things that might make noise. So the club is doing their bit. If you've got a mate that I've been for a while, get yeah. a ticket. Ian, you looked earlier on. It's it, it, the Pontiac especially, I think, isn't it? It's, it's close to selling out. Yeah, and when I was looking for tickets for me and my lad, if you want tickets together, you're either going to get in the West End or just the east upper but near the away end uh, there's just smatterings around the rest of the east and for single tickets so i would imagine um probably sell out by the time we get around to next week yeah well just um, enjoy, i was just gonna say quickly just enjoy it i mean i, I remember doing the i was lucky to to go to the first leg against swansea and there weren't many barnsley fans in there were they so i'm um, just just enjoy it you know because it's obviously back to normal now um, two more messages before we say uh, before we say farewell to our guests this evening. The first one, reiterating what Ian said earlier, these playoffs will not define our season. I think the club, um, the fans, everything. This this town is sort of back on the map of football with a clear identity and a path that they want to follow. And the second one, probably more important. Evening, Mr. Neistad. Um, you've been listening uh, to the Reds Report. Uh, Leon Wopshell. Sorry, I have to say that. Uh, Harry Eistad's dad listens to the podcast. So there's a special mention to his missus as well. It's a birthday, isn't it, Ian? This it's weekend, birthday. yes. It's, it's a birthday. Evening, Mrs. Eistad. Bring you later. Happy, happy um, birthday. Oh, <laughs> have, you, have you got some new friends, Ian? <laughs> Look at you. I now, have, eh? actually, yeah. You've got new friends. Oh, are they letting you out a bit more often now, mate? That's nice. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, only, if, only if Harry gets... It's a new contract. Hello, Mr. Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming on next week. Uh, Leon, thank you very much for taking the no time. No problem, any time. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, hope, hopefully see you at the at the home leg. Ian, yes, as always, um, thank you very much. Steve, you've behaved. There's been no swearing. I can tick that box on YouTube that says suitable for kids. You're a star. You are our Simon Cowell. You've been listening to the Reds Report, sponsored by Barnsley Sport, and we are part of the Talk Sport Fans Network. Um, let's fill Oakwell next week. Well, we'll be back next week for a, a, an episode before the second leg. Back the boys against Bolton. And until then, see you later. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.